Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Happy Saturday. How are you doing? Very good. And as with every Saturday, we talk about keeping more of our money. We just went yes. through some midterms, you know, the economy's on everybody's mind. Yes. Inflation's on everybody's mind. Yes. <laughs> there are things out there that we can be doing despite what's going on in the economy, things that regardless of what year it is or, or who's in office, yes. things that we can be doing about our tax situation that would allow us to keep more of our money yes. from our paycheck going into our banks and staying in our pockets, pockets. Yes. rather than going out to the federal government yes, and even state government. Yes, both of them. <laughs> so uh, I always bring up on this show, Jeff, that uh, you are uh, a wealth advisor. You are a tax strategist. You have full disclosure. You have done my taxes. And you are currently looking at uh, my wife, and we're going to look and see open enrollment, what could be done yes. there. Um, we're looking to ahead mm-hmm. to 2023. 2023, a lot of changes in 23. Um, increase uh, due to inflation, a lot of stuff is increasing. And there is a time and a place to start getting prepared for that, and that time and place is now. now. <laughs> uh, that place is uh, at Jeff's office yes. out in Ellisville. You can call him, 636-394-5524. Last month, October, was um, what, financial planning? Financial planning awareness month. Awareness month. This month is uh, fraud awareness month, and yes. we'll get into that in our second segment. We've got a guest here today. But the idea being that every time you get paid, you need to have a conversation with yourself, with your yes. spouse, with your paycheck. In front of you, yes. Yeah, and just say, what are we doing and what more can be done? Yes. And I'll say quickly, um, when it comes to paying for our son's schooling, we have, uh, from my wife's check, uh, a sum of money taken directly out of her check, put off to the side, pre-taxed, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It, yes. It will never get taxed. We use that to pay for his schooling, and that way— the the federal government never kind of gets its hands on that money. Exactly. They let us keep that. Your money. Exactly. As Pre-tax. long as as long as we're using it. Yes. You have for to use it school. for school and our health care, whatever. Health care is another one. Yeah. If yeah. you if you know that you have, you know, ten grand, twenty grand in health costs per year. Yeah. And and as we get older, we kind of know that that's built in. Yeah. You know, and people maybe with uh, uh, diabetes or yeah. maybe. It's, at the older you get, the more you're going to spend in health care. There's just no way around it unless you're that special person um, and you can live to be 75 without seeing a doctor. Yeah. Um, and then just one luck. day, poof, you, you pass away <laughs> yeah. in your sleep. You know, great for you. You exactly. never had to pay those health care costs. But yeah. everybody listening to the sound of my voice either has a family member yes. or they themselves 
have running continuing health care costs. Exactly. The federal government said you can take money out of your paycheck tax-free, yes. pre-tax, pre-tax. <laughs> pre-tax. It's a game of semantics. Yes. Pre-tax, put it into an account, pay all your medical bills with that, and you save – you get to keep more money. Exactly. Because if I'm going to have to pay five grand anyway, do I want to do that – after they've taken the taxes out of it? No, you want to do it pre-tax so that it's less out of your pocket from a tax standpoint. So, And I'll give you, again, open. I'm an open book, full disclosure. I'm in the 24% tax bracket. And with the funneling of money pre-tax into an account that pays for our son's school, we effectively are getting to keep 24% yes. of that. Of just the school costs, yeah. and if it was medical, just the medical costs, yeah. we get to keep 24% of that from in going to the government yeah. in our pocket to go and pay for this stuff. And the government says, yes, that's what we wrote in the tax code. Exactly. You're using the tax code. Mm-hmm. To your advantage. To your advantage. You're using it the way that we intended it to be used. Yes. And I owe you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cynic, right? <laughs> I say the tax code's written for the wealthy. The tax code is written for big businesses, corporations. But it's also written for the average individual, too. To they you, th- you just need to know what to pull out of it and how to apply it to your situation. Exactly. You need to know that they have thrown us a bone. Yes. You know, thank you. There's a few. <laughs> There's a few bones thrown in there. And the, the question is, how do I access it? And, and I like to think that Jeff... Being a wealth advisor, being a senior tax strategist, you can look at my life on paper exactly holistically as a whole, uh, not like holistically where you're <laughs> checking chakras and, and burning sage in the yes, office. Yes, no, no, no. As a whole and say there are things out there for you. You know, I can read the book, Keep What's Yours. Mm-hmm. I got a copy in front of me right now if you want a it's copy. It's a great read, isn't it? Right. Well, I mean, it's easy. It's an easy read. And there's little cartoons in here yes. that, that add a little levity to it. Uh, but I could read the book, and you can get a copy of, of your own, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Go to the website, click on the button. Give me a free yes. book. Free book. We'll ship one over to you. Send it to your house. I can listen to this show. I can read the book. I can say, hey, some of those things that they're talking about, apply to my life. Yes. But when it comes to execution, I'm That's still left wondering Exactly. How, how do, do you, I get an FSA? How do you do it? How do you set it up? What how do I do a health savings yeah. account? Exactly. And that's where, again, Jeff steps in and says, not only can I set this up for you, but if you want, I can get on the phone with your HR department. Exactly. Figure and it out and take you know make sure that it gets applied. Walk hand in hand. You know, I'll be sitting, hey, guys, I'm just going to sit in the background and, and make sure that you're not talking about me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, too much. Send that Josh guy. I but, tell you. <laughs> you know, Jeff talks to your HR, so I don't have to. Exactly. You know? And, and cutting me out of it is probably the, the smartest part. Exactly. Because uh, you don't know the lingo sometimes. I don't know the lingo. Yeah. And, 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 man, you know, my wife was showing me the packet that they sent home with her. It's probably pretty big. It's big. Yeah. It's it's written in a language I don't speak. Yes. And there's got to be certain things on there. Like, you know, I just we just went and voted uh, here last Tuesday. And, uh, Did the, you see that on the wall? Where they took that thing and it's probably six feet wide and eight feet tall and it's all the bills in I, detail, I fine like print. <laughs> even when they shorten it to the one on the, that's on the ballot, that's that's just uh, a yeah. little less than a paragraph. I don't necessarily know what that means. What it means, yeah. You know, and when they shorten it like that, they leave out some a lot of the of stuff, yeah. other important parts of it. So I don't speak that language, mm-hmm. but Jeff, you do. Yes. So I'll have you talk to the HR. 
department so yep. that I don't have to. And I know that you, I tell you what I want and you tell them what I want. Exactly. And, and you set it up and that's really how it works. 636-394-5524. You're leaving money on the table yes. almost for sure. Guaranteed. If you're not doing anything, you're guaranteed to be leaving more money on the table. Yes. The federal government's just charging you taxes and you're paying them. Yes, exactly. But there are things that can be done to allow us to keep a little bit more of that, keep a little bit more of what's ours, more money in our pocket is always a good thing. Yes, it's always a good thing. And frankly, a little less money for those fruit fly studies that the government's funding. (laughs) You know, I think we can get along without all of the fruit fly studies. So that's the idea of the show. And it is November. It is Fraud Awareness Month. Yes. And how many times have we mentioned stories on this show of people getting scammed? Oh, yeah. Crazy stuff that takes place that you'd never think that would happen and that happened. Uh, Like last week, I think we talked last week, the crypto guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was $750,000. In crypto, that just went. Yeah. And 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 it's a brave new world. It's, it's oh, the new it frontier. It's the wild west of investing. The IRS and the feds have not quite even started to put regulations on it. And um, some of this stuff is untraceable. Yes, yes. So the fact that he sent this money off to somebody thinking that he was going to be able to— He was going to get out of some taxation on the money, and it turns out that he just basically gave it away. Yeah. I mean— which, And it's as easy as this. Yeah. Hey, I can do that for you. Oh, yeah. Here's my— Exactly. Here's my wallet address. Yeah. And just then, move poof, that over there, and poof, it's Disappeared. Gone. He was way calmer for seven fifty than I'd have been. I mean— I'd have been throwing stuff for weeks. <laughs> well, when when you think about it, his uh, what was his initial investment? Uh, fifty one grand. So that was his attitude. Is started with fifty one grand, built it to seven fifty. He never touched the money. So his attitude was, hey, it really wasn't mine to start with. Yeah, Even though but, it was. <laughs> yeah, and the federal government's attitude was. Yeah, well, the constructive receipt. So. I mean, he's got enough FBI police reports that we don't have to worry about. But they that, wanted so. to tax him on seven hundred thousand dollars. Yes. yes, and he said, "Look, I don't have it anymore. Never I got, got scammed." It. And they yeah. said, "Still, you made you know, capital gain." Yeah, uh, on so that it money, it would have ruined his life because he a didn't have the money, so he didn't have the money to pay the tax. Right. Yeah. So and you know, twenty fifteen, twenty percent. What's capital oh, gain? No, he'd be twenty percent on that one. Twenty percent. Pay it. Yeah. Capital gain on seven hundred thousand dollars. Yes. I, I can't do the math here, but that's it's a bunch. That's a bunch. <laughs> that's you know, hundred and fifty thousand. Hundred and fifty thousand dollars that you know he would have to pay out of his pocket because yes. he got scammed. Yeah. So so that's um, why I'd be very very diligent. Um, take the 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 Reddick boards with a grain of salt. Yeah, um, don't don't get yeah. financial advice. Yes, <laughs> from a Reddit board. Okay, yes. all right. Or at we'll, least if you see something on there that looks too good to be true, take it to Jeff. Exactly. Reach out, talk to somebody, and make sure that it it is true. So and and not to to keep throwing this guy under the bus because uh, he seems like a fine guy no, and he, he got scammed. But got scammed, yeah. The idea that you can get out of paying taxes. wasn't He wasn't really looking to get out of paying taxes a bunch. He was looking to reduce his taxes, mm-hmm. but that really wasn't the true game that those guys were playing with him. And you say every time on this show, there are guardrails that the United States government puts uh, out there. The lawmakers that yes. write the bills and uh, the lobbyists yes. that have a hand in writing it's, the bills. It's more like lobbyists and our aides. And the aides. <laughs> you know, we elect these people to office and the aides do all the yeah, work. Yeah. Um, but they write these tax codes. And as long as we drive, 
within the guardrails guard yes. of the tax code, there are bones okay. thrown in there for yes. us. We are okay. Mm-hmm. And if we come to you and suggest doing something outside of those guardrails, you're going to tell us. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not no, worth it. Not worth it. Especially with what's taken place politically. Um, there's the you know, there's this talk that there's 80-some-odd thousand IRS agents that will be hired in the next couple to of years. To go hunt down the people. So half of them are going to be clerical, hopefully, that actually will process paper. The other half will be revenue agents. So, again, anybody, the small business that's tried to hire somebody in the last couple of years, um, will find out real fast how quick they could hire 80,000 people. Right. It may take yeah. them 10 years to do that. No kidding. Um, and, again, the market kind of has to turn a little bit to make it to where it's not a nightmare to hire somebody, um, which anybody out there that's trying to hire somebody, it's, you know, it's 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 no fun. Put yeah, that and, and we'll talk about it uh, again because – uh, inflation numbers are out, and uh, Facebook, Meta, whatever yeah. you want to call them, just laid off 11,000 people. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter just laid said, off half of their staff. We need some of those people. Yeah, there. we got to hire essential. <laughs> Would you go back, if your employer laid you off very callously like they yes. did, uh, and they came crawling back and said, we actually need you. Would yeah. you go back? Would you go back? That's I cool. mean, everybody needs a paycheck. Depends on the job, I guess, really. You know, what's um, your pride worth? Yeah. And did you have a really good job and good benefits before exactly. that? Yeah. But, you know, with Meta laying off 11,000 people, maybe some of those people will trickle over to the IRS. They could. And start getting jobs there. So the Which idea, would be scary because then they're tech-related. So that means the IRS gets a little bit more uh, savvy. savvy from the tech side versus being, you know, left 30 years in the, in the If you're dark. trying to hide your crypto <laughs> from the IRS, now They'll know where it's at now. Now you're in trouble. Yes. Yes. So the idea is the tax code is written with guardrails on there. If you follow the laws, there are plenty of things in there that we can do yes. that aren't illegal that, yeah, you know, I always said, Jeff, you sent, you know, we electronically filed my taxes because that's how you're supposed to do it. The yes. IRS does not want you to mail. Do not mail. Anything to them. No. Don't mail it. So send it off electronically. My taxes were filed. I think we got a, a our tax return in three days. Yeah. I mean, it, it, when you do it electronically and there's no, no hiccups or glitches, yeah. it goes pretty it's quickly. Um, but I always like to think that I send over my taxes. Well, you send them over yeah. <laughs> uh, for me. And uh, they come across the IRS and they, oh, my, oh my gosh. Josh Gilbert in St. Louis, Missouri, is actually utilizing the tax yes. code to keep more of his money and his pay. They ring a big bell. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Someone's <laughs> using the tax code to their benefit. Extra, extra. Uh, that's not really how it works. No, but no. I like to think that they're happy. You want to you be slow and slide right in where nobody even nobody knows Nobody even there. sees me and, and nothing gets hooked. Just uh, send me my money. But I like to think that the IRS is happy when someone uses the tax code to keep more of their you money. You would think, yeah. But you need to have somebody on your side like Jeff to talk to your HR company to figure out you can hear about these things. Hey, I've got an FSA that's that's letting me keep 24 percent of what we're spending on my son's school. Somebody says, hey, that thing that Josh is doing sounds great. I got a kid in school, too. How do I implement it? Exactly. And everybody's different. Some will be able to do it. Some will not be able to do it. So just everybody's like we say, there's a snowflake. Uh, everybody's a little different. Right. So each situation has to be applied. In a there might manner. be things that I can't do that other people can exactly. do. So exactly. bring your stuff to Jeff and you can say, hey, I want to do this. And he can uh, say, yeah, you qualify for that. And then you can implement it for them. Yes. Because that that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. The hardest you know? part is figuring out what applies to you and what doesn't. 
Well, the hardest part is reading the tax code. Yeah. That's, the, <laughs> that's the boringest part. That's dry, very dry. Yeah, but finding out the information, that's what we're here for, doing the actual implementation of it into your financial situation. That's Jeff's job. 636-394-5524, capitaladvisorygrp.com. Keep what's yours. We're going to go to commercial break. It is Fraud Awareness Month. Yes. Here in November. We've got a guest. We're going to talk to him in just a second to make sure that we don't get scammed. Yes. And as a small business, this ransomware stuff. Yes. We'll find out all about it up next in our second segment. Stay right there. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supal. Back on the Big 550, back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall. And the idea of the show, the idea of why we do this every week is to spread... Knowledge. Knowledge. Information. Education. Yes. And with that in hand, people can go out and say, you know, I'm going to call Jeff because I heard something on the show and I I want him to look at my taxes. I want him to look at my paycheck stubs. I want him to to look at my financials for the past couple of years and say, where am I losing money and where can I keep some money? Most small businesses that we see come in and the trick to it is, is... Nobody really knows their numbers. And if you don't know your numbers, you don't know whether you're profitable, you're losing money. So that's the game. And as long as you can have a financial created monthly, maybe bi-monthly, depending upon your industry, you're good to go. And when it comes to – you specialize in small businesses. uh, But you also do uh, taxes for the little guys like me. For sure, yeah. Um, But when it comes to small businesses, businesses are in business to make money. Exactly. So the more that you're bleeding here, the more you're bleeding there, the less you're making. Exactly. And the harder it is to know where you're bleeding from, though. Right. So So, uh, the idea is how can I uh, make more money? But when it comes to someone like me playing the tax game, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's me facing off against the federal government. I can never make money off taxes. No, you can't. But the idea and the name of the show is I could keep Keep. more of it, (laughs) you know? And I don't know if I'll ever get to the point. And I I say it all the time. I don't mind paying taxes, okay? We need bridges. We need schools. We need infrastructure. We need this, that, and the other, and that's where taxes come in. Uh, I don't mind paying taxes. I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I'm a net zero No, and I get to keep all of my money. That's almost impossible. There are always, I mean, taxes are always going to be due. Um, even small businesses, if you think you're net zero, um, you're kidding yourself, you're losing money somewhere. I mean, you're going to pay taxes. There's no way out of it. And also, what a lot of people forget is if you're not, if small business-wise, if you're not paying the taxes, you're not paying into Social Security and Medicare. Yeah, exactly. So, so I've got road, no safety back, net. Yeah, it'll come back to haunt you a little bit. And um, Lord knows I'm going to need all I can get. You guarantee everybody will, yeah. I mean, especially in the environment we're in today. So, again, that's the stuff that you look at is not that you're trying to do a net zero. You're just attempting to reduce them as low as you legally possibly can. So we've done some stuff with you already, and and I'm looking uh, with my wife last night. We you know put the baby to bed and opened up the the stock market app on our on our phone and realized and closed it quickly. Yeah, <laughs> one of the stocks we're in, it's a pretty bad loser. So yeah. I'm trying to convince her, let's sell it off, take the capital loss, yeah, take the tax um, benefit from mm-hmm. it. And then if we really wanted to get back into it, a month later, 31 days down the road, exactly. we'll buy right back in. 31 days to a T, 
from the date of sale, um, and then you could buy right back into it, reset your basis lower, um, and then and then go forward from there. This time of the year is when you really want to analyze that kind of stuff. That's the planning stuff that you have going forward. Um, so from a tax lot trading, which is capital gain, capital uh, capital gain, capital loss, um, just to play the game, you know, one versus the other as you go forward. Yeah, so. and and just another way to kind of claw some of that money exactly. back. And it's subtle. So again, there's keep no, a little bit more of it. No silver bullet. You're not going to do one thing and go, wow, look at all the money I saved. Right. It's going to be a series of events that take place throughout the year. Yeah. What so, one thing, Jeff, can I do to keep more of my money? And you'll probably come back and say, well, it's not one thing. It's, it's not. It's so a little it's a, here. It's a little exactly. there. And when we add it all up at the end of the year. I know last year we kept 1200 bucks exactly. just doing one thing. So yeah. if we kind of did a couple more piecemeal things here and there, maybe it could be two grand. Maybe it exactly. could be three or four or five. And I don't know uh, about you, Jeff, but five grand to me, that's, that's a, a – well, maybe it's not a Disney vacation. Yeah. No, but it's it could get you there. <laughs> yeah. It could get me to Orlando. Get you to the gates. <laughs> <laughs> all, you know, all the stuffed animals and yes. – and, and all that stuff is that's all extra, but it could get me a nice vacation, or yes. it can get me kind of a down payment on something, or you know we're putting in a, a new fireplace at the house, there so maybe it could help pay for the fireplace. That's right. So put any, a trash can in the living room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's one of those big barrels. You know, we're going to get fingerless gloves. That's right. Stand hands. over it. Um, Call the know, neighbors over. Hey. Yeah, we're having a bonfire in the in the living room. Um, so every little bit helps, and it all adds up to yes. keeping more of your money. So why wouldn't you want to try? Exactly. Give Jeff a call, 636-394-5524. Let him take a look at your tax situation, your tax liabilities, and see if he can say, well, you could do something here. You can do something there. All right. We have a guest here in studio. It is November. It is Fraud Awareness Month. And Noah Giles, he is the president of Lynx IT. He's an IT guy. He works with you, Jeff. Yes. You guys work hand-in-hand to try to look out for, avoid, catch before they happen scams. Exactly. And scammers. Noah, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me today. So I want to ask you first and foremost, what are the scams that are out there that people like me are susceptible to? There's a lot of scams out there. And I think to answer that question, it's going to be really hard because there might be scams that we haven't even figured out yet uh, that exist out there. But the biggest scams that you see right now are, uh, especially with the the tax season upon us and, you know, some of the things you guys have been talking to, there's a lot of refund scams out there. Yes. Um, For example, you'll get a call from someone that's actually in Mumbai, India. And they're calling and reaching out to you saying that, hey, they're so-and-so and and they're with Best Buy Tech Support or they're with the IRS (laughs) or they are with Amazon. And it just seems a little off. And what they do is they they convince you and and basically talk to you and get you to a point to where they can get onto your computer remotely. Mm -hmm. And then they are – and they'll even have people drive to a bank and process like a Wells Fargo – uh, kind of a, a payment to them to to basically uh, fund their their illicit activities. Yeah. Now, I, I some one of these people called me, and and I hate to say it, but they they did have a pretty thick accent. Yeah. And I left him on the phone long enough because I I wanted to, where is this going? What's the scam here? 
Uh, I'll try to figure it out, you know, uh, uh, vigilante justice. <laughs> Charles Bronson. I'm going yeah. yeah. to track this guy down. Track him down. Uh, but luck. he did start saying things to where it sounded like he wanted to get access to my computer. So I, you know, I ended up saying, uh, now, where did you say you're located? And uh, again, he said, uh, I'm in Illinois, Chicago. <laughs> and I go, oh, that's funny because we don't actually say it like yeah. that. <laughs> Absolutely. We say Chicago, exactly. Illinois. You know, I'm getting off the phone with you. But he did try to get me to open up my laptop and get on. How can they access remotely our laptops? What are they asking us for? Is it a code? Is it a yeah? A good a good sign of that. Well, they'll have you download a program on your computer that you previously haven't had. So they'll have you go to a website like AnyDesk or BombGar or some kind of remote support website. And from there, what they'll do is they'll have you download the utility. And then at that point, you'll give them a code, and then they are remote controlling your computer with you, looking at everything you have, stealing things you have. Um, you and, know, and bef- yeah, book. and before we get to what can they get off of my laptop, I mean, sure. I only use it to watch cat videos right. and send <laughs> right. emails. So, you know, what's on there? But I forget, <laughs> oh, I do online banking, banking from time to yes. time. Right. Uh, and my, my code is already saved. It's my That's laptop, right. you know. Yeah. Um, so the question is, if someone's on the phone with you and they ask you to download, go to a website and download something right there, stop. I would agree. That's the time where you got to ask yourself, you know, and you got to think in your head, trust but verify. And if it doesn't sound right, if there's a thick yes. accent, if there's if this doesn't make any sense to you that, you know, you've you you've had or you bought from this company or whatever, it's time to stop and and try to verify where you're at, what you're doing. Immediately hang up and call that organization back. Like directly. Like directly. if they say they're from Best Buy, hang up on this person. Right. And if you, you don't want to be rude, say, I'm sorry, uh, I, I'm going to have to run, but I'll call back later or something. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like to be rude to them. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> You, you can do that also. Because they're, they're <laughs> trying to ultimately take my money. So hang up on them, and if they say they're from Best Buy Tech Support, go online and find a number for Best Buy Tech Support and call them direct and say, did I just get a phone yeah. call from you? Specifically, one of these scams is exactly a Geek Squad Best Buy type of scam where it's a refund scam. And that's exactly right. You need to hang up, call the regular – go to your local Best Buy or call them up, one or the other, and verify that that's true. Uh, because nine times out of ten, if someone's calling you out of the blue uh, and you're untrained to it, you know, you're going to be socially exploited yes. uh, on a scam is basically yeah. what's going to happen. And yeah. the other thing is the IRS will never initiate an f- outbound phone call to you. That's what I was going to say. Unless, How often does anybody ever call you? Yeah, unless you've called or if you have contact with the IRS, you've left messages and you're you know, corresponding back and forth. That's different. Um, but typically, they'll explain who they are, their badge number, so on and so forth. They're always Mr. or Mrs. Smith, you know, so on. But if they just call you out of the blue and say, hey, there's a problem with your return, it's fake, hang up. Right. They, they're never going to – IRS is always regular mail, U.S. Postal, or certified mail. And if it's certified, read it. Um, regular, it's okay. you got some time. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I – you know, if I – IRS ever sent something to me, I would just bring it to you. Exactly. That's, and say, that's yes. what you do is shoot it back over to Jeff us. We'll my, figure out who we need to talk IRS to. IRS whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> um, my interpreter. No whispering. Yeah. When it comes to uh, speaking the IRS's <laughs> language. So if the IRS calls you, it's not the IRS. No. Not it's unless not you've them. initiated something with them right. and they're if, returning your call back. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, if Best Buy calls you for some reason, stop and think. 
when's the last time I even did business with Best Buy? You yeah. know, Amazon. I can't call them. So I, I sure as heck don't think they're going to call me. You know, it's like you can go. You can't really go to Amazon and I say. I get the Amazon call weekly on my cell phone that says it. You know, it's a message because I never answer it. That someone's bought a iPhone 12 or 14 on my you know credit card and yeah, I need to contact contact them immediately. And then you know that you know that's a joke. And if, yeah, if you think that that oh that's that's interesting, go to your Amazon account exactly and just see if there's purchases for yeah. iPhones recently. Yeah. Guaranteed, there won't be. Exactly. Um, I go to my email and I open it up and it says Geek Squad and it says, you know, your your account has been hacked. But what I always like to do is I go up to the top and say, well, who actually sent me this? Exactly. It says Geek Squad, but if you open it up further and see the email address it comes from, it's a bunch of X's and, and R's and, you know, at, you know, these these bogus websites, if it was from Geek Squad, it would be from at BestBuy.com, I would assume. Yeah. And it's never like that. It's always these long, drawn-out, fake email addresses made to look like the Geek Squad's Mm -hmm. trying to contact me. You just hit the nail on the head there. Looking at what's called the email header is a very good way to see if it's an authentic email or not. And nine times out of ten, you'll see something at, you know, VZXY something.com, and it's not legitimate. Yeah. So what, what is that scam? When when someone emails me something and it looks like it came from Geek Squad or it looks like it came from Amazon, what's the scam there? Yeah, that's what we call phishing scam uh, that we normally get. So they'll basically – it's like phishing, like we're on a boat together throwing our lines in the water, trying to get anyone to respond. And we're trying to use psychological tactics at this point, you know, which what a scammer would be doing. So they're trying to get you to think, oh, you have a service that's going to get shut off or you've been hacked. And they're basically getting you, again, to try to act to do something, uh, you know, to go online where they can get, you know, more of your information, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe your Bitcoin if you've got it. They're just trying to get to you. And a lot of of targets of this are a lot of, you know, people that Jeff might deal with, CEOs and businesses, things like that. They're specifically targeted. Um, A CFO might be targeted. Uh, And there's just a lack of education, I think, with a lot of folks out there on uh, the scam behavior and how they're baited and things like that. Um, where they're they're unable to identify it because there's a, their emotions get so high and tied up into it um, that they have to solve the issue right well, away. I think we've forwarded you a couple of emails we've gotten. And oh, yeah. It says, you know, hi, I'm John Smith. I would like you to prepare my taxes this year. Um, you know, and you respond back saying, hey, great, here's our pricing schedule, so on and so forth. Um, you set up maybe a, a Zoom call or a phone call with them a week later. And they're sophisticated. A week later that morning, you get an email from that person that says, oh, I'm sorry, I can't make our appointment. But here's all my tax stuff. Click on this link. And the trick is to click that link to open up a nightmare so they get access to stuff. And then so, all the bugs are, are oh, yeah. starting to work right. into your system. Typically, in most of them, and you've pointed this out to us, typically there's one grammar error. Um, I'll right. say like uh, double spaced, um, a comma where it shouldn't be. So again, if you or if they speak revert, like if they say exactly. Illinois Chicago, yeah, you realize stuff like that. People don't um, talk like that. This is a really weird email. That's yeah, right. But we've Googled some of these people, and it's like, wow, this guy's the CEO of you know X Y Z company. It's a real person out there, but they're impo- they're faking that individual. So either their email got hacked, they're then sending stuff to us. So there's been at least two or three of them I know we've sent over this in the last six months to you going, hey, is this real? <laughs> right. So don't click on attachments. 
Never. Don't, Don't click, click on links, links <laughs> that are insane. You know, the Geek Squad email that comes over and says, you know, well, you've been hacked. Click on this link to, to yes. find out more. Don't click on any links. Don't yes. open any attachments. Yes. Uh, you know, close it down. Call Geek Squad directly and say, did you guys just email me? Yeah. Um, so anybody out there can fall for these. And uh, you say emotions run high. Uh, I mean, I was telling Jeff last week that there was this gentleman. I was just trying to return a pair of pants to the Macy's. <laughs> and there was this older gentleman in front of me, and he was trying to buy a bunch of gift cards. And and I'm overhearing this conversation, and the lady saying, sir, I think that you might have been hacked. Yeah. And he, you know, uh, he goes, I, I've been a journalist for 30 years, I know, you know, I'm not getting hacked. They've taken over my computer. I just need to e- uh, send them a bunch of gift cards to Macy's, and they'll fix my computer. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, this poor guy's been hacked. Oh, no. yeah. uh, and he doesn't want to admit that yeah. he fell for yeah. it, you know? Exactly. So let's go back into the people that, uh, you know, they call you on the phone, and they want to take over your computer. They, I click on a link that, you know, now the, the viruses, the bugs are inside my computer. How do, they, how do they go from that step to getting money from me? So at that point, um, they'll have you – a lot of targets are like Chase customers, things like that. So the, what, what they will do is they will have you log into like your Chase account online. But what you're really doing is it, you're, they have manipulated your computer at this point to where you're really not seeing your Chase account. And it looks like they have deposited accidentally $20,000 into your account. <laughs> and they say, oh, my gosh, you know, we've, we've accidentally made this mistake. We've deposited $20,000. The only way you can get this money back to us uh, – and, you know, they make the people feel like they're in trouble or they're going to yeah, be accountable gonna, for yeah, this We're going to prosecute you yeah, if you don't send us right. this money back. And, and what it really is is it's just a picture of a, a web page, and it looks like your bank account – and it looks like a fake $20,000 entry in the bank account. And they do this. That's, that's at the point when they've gotten onto your computer. They make you go to this website that's not real, things like that. And then they get you to drive to the bank and take out a money order or something you know, to make this payment back to them to return the $20,000. And a lot of times what's unfortunate is these folks that are these targets of these attacks are a lot of senior citizens. Yeah. You know, a lot of our baby boomers out there, you know, are in their 70s, uh, you know, or, or, you know, 60s and 70s at this point. And they didn't grow up with an iPad in their hands like my kids did. Yeah. Um, and they're at a disadvantage and, and they're dealing with these folks that are, you know, trying to scam them. Uh, and then they're going out there and it's sad. They're, you know, they've, they've accumulated so much savings and they're out there trying to get a money order to return it back to India. And it's at that point you've got to stop and say, yeah. hey. You know, what's going on? And boy, that's brazen. It's like, we're the bank, but you're going to need to go to the bank. They're sending them to the bank. While they're at the bank, you know, if you, let's be honest, if you've fallen for this and you're going to the bank to get a money order, while you're at the bank, just say, oh, by the way. Yeah. Did you contact me? Did you contact (laughs) me? Did you accidentally give me $20,000 on accident? Can we do this here without creating the money order and at that point the bank will come in and save you absolutely uh, but you know it, it's just it's really hard to admit that we fell for something like that and like you said that's where emotions come in that's yeah. right um but what about what we've heard maybe if we talk small businesses 
What about ransomware? Do they ever, yes. you know, lock our computers and and hold us hostage? Yeah, we know. I mean, we've seen that in the we've seen that in the news and everywhere. And so many people have been hit by this ransomware. And the the problem with it is, is you know, everything is encrypted that you own at that point. And if you're a small business and you have your QuickBooks there, or, or you know, your books and your your private files. You know, people, you'd be surprised how many people don't have a backup of what they have. Yes. And they they get caught, you know, uh, red-handed, and they, they don't have a backup. They have no way to recover except for the only option is to pay the ransom. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, November 12th at, at uh, 5.53 a.m., they hacked me and they shut down my system. If I had a backup, I could go to November 10th and just restore everything from back then before they – they locked me out of my system. Yeah. But I would have to have a backup. Yes. Right. Which I currently, personally, I do not. If yeah. I was a small business, hopefully I would have exactly. that in place. <laughs> hopefully you do. But if you don't, you know, I, I saw that story on 60 Minutes. The city of Atlanta yeah. got Absolutely. hacked. Got hacked. And I think they ended up, you know, I don't remember where it stood. Some people pay it yeah. and just say, look, it, it, it $60 is million, it is dollars, and, yeah. it's worth more to us to get all of our stuff back and get back up and running online than to pay $60 million. Yeah. But other places say, you know what, I'm either out of principle or either out of the fact that I don't have this kind of money, I'm just going to have to bite the bullet yeah. and start over from scratch. Which is huge. It's I a mean, very huge. expensive learning opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And U.S. U.S. banks said that they processed a billion dollar payments in ransomware last year. Oh, my gosh. So that'd be 2021 when they, a billion dollars. I can only imagine it's going to get worse. Yeah. And it, as time goes on, yes. Noah Giles, president of Lynx IT. Uh, you do IT. You help Jeff with security scams. You came on the show today to, to kind of make us aware of this. November is Fraud Awareness Month. We need to be vigilant. If I got hacked, if I got scammed, if I got ransomware, um, is there anything that you can do at that point to step in and, and try to help me out? You know, a lot of times in those cases, it's really hard. If, if you've already been hit, you're kind of hit. But we can jump in there, kind of assess the situation, because what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, they might have, you might have been hit, but you don't know where they moved laterally within your organization. You don't know if, you know, if you wipe out your computer and you've got 20 computers in the organization, you don't know where that next piece of ransomware is waiting right. and ticking down to explode and go off in the organization. And so the last you, thing you'd want to do is say, I'm not paying you and wipe out all yeah. your stuff. And then, you know, two weeks later they say, Haha, we're still here. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> You know, and what what a lot of people don't do, they just don't make simple investments because they might not know, you know, about these investments. But they can they can get all the logs off of all the computers and basically have a way to uh, to put the crime scene back together yeah. in yeah. a sense. Yeah. Um, and those are just simple investments that a lot of people aren't making in their business uh, their businesses right now. Um, and they should, and that would prevent, you know, they'd be able to figure out where patient A was and kind of put the crime scene back together, and then make other investments and in things like education. That's a big thing, a big miss for a lot of companies. They are not making investments on training their end users on how simple these phishing scams oh, yeah. and these ransomware things happen. Um, and it, they, they kind of help the attackers perpetuate um, the attack inside of the organization. And just simple yeah. education, simple security tools, you know, and that's something we do a lot with at Lynx IT, um, that we, we assess these businesses, take a look at what they got, uh, provide them with sensible tools that work for their business, not something they get oversold on. And then we help them execute a real strategy uh, to move forward and, and stay secure and safe in the future. 
Yeah, and Jeff, we talk about this all the time. The the tax scams where somebody gets in and pretends they're you and gets yeah. your tax return before you do. Yes. And cashes it and goes on their merry way. So the key to that is is the IRS is pushing, pushing hard, and I strongly suggest this, is the PIN number. Go to the IRS.gov and go in, just put PIN number. Um, you apply for it. They'll mail to you in the U.S. mail, real boring but real slow, a PIN number, six-digit code. Six-digit code. You need to have it when you go to, to file, file your return. Your return. So, so keep you, it. Yes, keep it. And typically, you'd get one if you're married. You get one for you, one for your your spouse. Even if we're filing jointly. Yes. We both get. You'd both get one. And we both need to have those. Yes. At the so, time of filing, because they match with your social security number, so it's an extra layer of protection, so that that can't happen. So and you recommend could, everyone yes, do this. Yes. Because the key to it is there's been so many returns that have been filed fraud, fraudulently where an imposter has gotten in there. They got your data from somewhere. They're filing a tax return. They want a $10,000 refund. Um, as long as it goes clean to the IRS, they'll go in. They'll file before you. They'll get paid. You go to file, and then all of a sudden, boom, you can't file anymore. So if now, you have that yeah. PIN number, they can't, they can't do that to you. Is there a way for me to call the IRS and say, hey, you gave my money to a scammer? You can, but the problem Will is— Will I ever yeah. be able to get that money back? Well, it's not really your money. It's more our money because it's the government's money. Oh, it's my <laughs> refund. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's really a, not a true refund. They just scam the feds. Um, and will they get it back? Eh. I mean, the IRS in the past, the numbers are staggering on what they've paid out, um, you know, in fraudulent refund claims in a sense. Um, so, again, they, they have a whole task force that goes and addresses that. But at the end of the day, you go, it's not really your tax money. I mean, it's not like it's taking it out of your bank account. It's our tax money because it's still IRS dollars that are being scammed. So you have used examples of this, and I'm like, well, do I need an identity pin? I've never been uh, hacked before when well, it comes if you got, to— if you got hacked by the IRS, they're going to give you one automatically. Regardless, yeah. Um, so it shows up, and it's only good a year, so it's not like this goes on. So it's only the tax year. So here's the—just the example would be, let's say that you did not file your 2022 tax return, and we get off into 2023. The PIN number that you got for 2022 is worthless. It's only good for that 12-month span. So you would actually have to apply or get another one for 2023 going forward. And you've told us a story about how someone got their identity stolen, mm -hmm. uh, their tax return was stolen from them, uh, and the IRS is still dealing with them. Yes. Years later, they're still trying to convince the I, I am who I exactly. am. And, and the that, IRS is like, nah, I don't like, think you so. Sure? You sure yeah. you are? You know. So and it just becomes this stupid battle. Year over um, year over yeah, year. To prove, because each year you have to have to prove their identity. They're, you have to sit down with a tax return. You have to call an 800 number and physically prove that you're that individual. Yeah. And so it's getting, a joke. Yeah. Getting your identity yes. stolen is not a one-time thing. No, it go, this is probably, hopefully we don't have to do it this upcoming tax season. Um, but that'd be the fourth year in a row that they have to do that. That they had to jump through a bunch of hoops just to prove who they are. So we file the return. They come back and say, hey, you need to fill these forms out. You fill the forms out, send it in. Then they say, hey, another set of forms. You have to call this 800 number. You have to have your tax return there, and you have to, I mean, jump through hoops to prove who you are. You have to prove that you're the person who wrote the note that said that yes. you were the person. To, <laughs> you know, it's just a, a whole thing, and it, and it stinks and everything, yes. and it can all be avoided quickly by getting one of these ID pins yes. from irs.gov. irs.gov.
and file your tax return with the PIN number this year, another added layer of defense. Yes. We've been talking with Noah Giles. He is the president of Lynx IT. November is Fraud Awareness Month. What to look out for, tax scams, Social Security scams. Let's recap real quick. If the IRS calls you on the phone... And you did not initiate that phone call, it's fake. (laughs) If they call you out of the blue, it's fake. Hang up on them. If Geek Squad or Amazon or your bank calls you and and they've got a thick accent or they uh, are telling you that they put too much money into your bank account, hang up on them. Be polite and say, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to verify this. Hang up on them. And if they say they're from Chase Bank, Call Chase Bank back. That's right. right If they say they're from Best Buy, call Best Buy back and say, did did you call me? And if they say, we have no record of any correspondence with you, then you know that that original phone call was fake. Yes. If someone sends you an email, Noah, and it looks to be from a really weird email address, but it says Geek Squad on it, chances are... You got hacked. It's (laughs) fake. It's fake. That's right. Don't click on attachments. Right. Don't click on links. Uh, what about the one that says, hey, uh, you know, this is your old friend Fran, and I'm stuck in South Korea, and I'm out of money. <laughs> right. That's right. Tough luck. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't go there. And, you know, I wanted to add something else that I didn't tell people to do because you guys got me thinking about this with the, the pen with the IRS, the multi-factor authentication, just mm-hmm. turning that on where it's basically when you sign into your email, you get a text message back to you. Make sure you have that turned on. That's just for like everything. using the pin for everything. Yeah, um, because that will stop someone. Because a lot of times, you know, people will get these phishing messages, and they will just take over their email account. And next thing you know, you got people emailing you saying, "Hey, did you really yeah. send me this email? Yeah. Did that happen?" <laughs> no, I hate that. Yeah, I mean, I get them from people, but I don't think I've ever heard one of my friends say, "Josh, did you email this to yeah. me?" So, yeah. fingers crossed. Knock on wood. I don't know if everybody at home can hear that. Knocking on wood that it doesn't happen to me, but everyone is vulnerable. That's right. So, Noah, thank you so much. Noah Giles, president of Lynx IT. Jeff, we'll be talking about it for the weeks to come. November is Fraud Awareness Month. Yes. So be extra vigilant. We'll go to commercial break, but when we come back, more of Keep What's Yours. We'll give you the latest on uh, hirings, firings, (laughs) the latest on the inflation numbers, and people have put out some numbers. Uh, again, uh, what the stock market looks like, we'll give you just a brief glimpse of what the landscape is. And we're coming up on the end of the year, so maybe it's time to sit down with Jeff. Look at it, look at it close. And find out, maybe I should be contributing more to my 401k these last yes. two months. Maybe I should be doing X, Y, Z. It is Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. Give him a call, 636-394-5524. Keep What's Yours, Capital Advice. <laughs> Keep what yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Soufal. Back in the Big 550 KTRS, Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. Jeff, we don't have a lot of time, but we have some numbers that came out this week, and we want to address them. Uh, we did the midterms. And, uh, by the way, I want to thank all the veterans out there. Yes, most uh, definitely. Just celebrated Veterans Day yesterday, and thank you to everyone who has served our country to uh, make sure that we still are able to have the freedoms that exactly. we have. Exactly, um, The freedoms to pay taxes and have representation, <laughs> you know. Uh, so thank you to all the veterans out there. Now, inflation, what are the latest numbers saying? All right. So inflation is toned down just a touch. Uh, we were running 8.3. We're running 7.7. 7. 
Um, so literally, it's it, it's not that it's the you know the world's done and inflation's going to go away. Um, I think Biden talked. Uh, Inflation is going to be here for a while. So it's bad, but it's still it's, it's not as bad as it was last exactly. month. And again, you but can't, it's still bad. Yeah, it's still bad. Um, it's it's come down just a touch. But that typically within the next week or two, we'll be able to figure this out. They'll probably say it's due to like a decrease in fuel prices, et cetera. And that does a, a offset it. Um, we're starting to see some layoffs coming in. So we talk recession, and the yes. biggest uh, sign of recession is layoffs. However, we are in uh, an economy where we can't find enough people exactly. to work. Exactly. So there aren't the massive layoffs that come with a normal recession, yes. but— there's, we're starting to see the signs of it that come in. Meta so, slash Facebook just laid off 11,000 people. Yes. Um, Twitter, again, laid off half their staff. Uh, the joke is they, they kind of realize they need— some of them back, so they're going to drag them back. Um, you know, and you're starting to see people in the mortgage industry, J.P. Morgan, um, who are laying off just straight across the board in mortgage, just because rates are high enough, people are starting to back off on actually trying to purchase new homes or refinance. So, again, in a true recession, you have two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, gross domestic product. You have corporate profits that start to wean a little bit, which is not true yet. We haven't seen that yet. And unemployment that rises is the easiest way to explain it. So we're which three. we also haven't seen the unemployment yeah. rising yet, but... So we're kind of seeing precursors to this now. So you say Meta's had issues for a while, um, you know, and, the, and the, the, the debate is, were they overstaffed? Were there a lot of people just sitting around staring at one another? That I can't answer. Yeah. Uh, but Maybe a year from now we can say whether this was just a blip exactly. on or Meta's part or if this was the beginning of realistic, the— Realistic, yeah. The yeah. beginning of the—I don't want to say the downturn, but the beginning of the, a true recession. Yeah. I mean, by in terms, we were in a recession, but again— Technically, we are in a recession, yeah. but it doesn't look like a yeah, normal recession. Like a normal one Corporate profits are still way up. Sky high. Hiring. There's yes. people are still hiring. They can't yes. find enough workers. Yeah. So now, it doesn't look like a normal recession. Now, some tech companies have froze hiring. I think Amazon froze all new hires going okay. forward. So it's they're not laying off yet, but they see the indication in some of their numbers that they've just froze all new hiring. And we'll add that to the landscape as yes. every week we check in with Jeff and say, are we still in a recession? Does it look like a normal recession yet? What do you see coming down the pipe? Uh, the inflation numbers are a little better, but yes. they're still bad. Still bad. Um, so we'll so keep checking up every week. In the midterms, we just got past, sort of past that. The problem is now the main state that we need to see who takes control of Congress um, we now have to run off. We have to wait till December. Georgia 5th. again. <laughs> and I feel bad for all of our friends down in Georgia. They were like, oh, thank God, election yeah, day is over. I don't have to not. see another political ad. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're they probably going to get more now. Yeah, tons more. Because it is really serious, and this is for control of the Senate, it yes. looks like. So. Yeah. so so the theory is is that the Republicans take control. Um, basically, it creates gridlock. The market loves gridlock. You know, there's no new laws snapped up on it or anything like that. And the market should move forward. Again, nobody has a crystal ball to know where this thing's going. Um, so we That's just got to wait it The market see. loves gridlock. Yes. Okay. It's bad because no laws are ever going to be produced because they'll just hack their way through stand it. Still it's in standstill in Washington, D.C., yeah. but the markets. Yeah, markets, if you go and look at the, the historical data, the markets love it. 
How about that? They, they go up. This is what Jeff is here for, to give us the kind of information that we can use and utilize in our own lives. And basically, it's, a, it's an education to say, hey, I'd like to find out more information. How do I utilize all of this information into my own personal tax situation? That's why you call them. 636-394-5524. Call them. Call now and just leave a message and say, I want to get an appointment. Call you back Monday morning. Yeah, on the calendar. We'll call you back Monday morning. And you can be just like me going in to see Jeff and realizing, hey, there's a way to keep a little bit more of my money. That's right. (laughs) Keep What's Yours with Jeff Sufal. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you. See you next week. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufal, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com.